We cannot become whole in our personality, our attitudes, every aspect of who we are, unless we fix our eyes on Christ. The sad thing is we look at our spouse and judge them as flawed when it is we ourselves that are flawed. That are flawed. Welcome to the Developing Great Relationships podcast, where we are having conversations to help you understand God's design for great relationships and how to develop the habits needed to achieve it. Now here is your host, Joshua Verwers. Welcome everybody. My name is Joshua Verwers and I am a presenter here for marriage seminars at Developing Great Relationships located in Pella, Iowa. This is episode number one of our Developing Great Relationships podcast. And what we're trying to do is really bring you some information to give you some tools and strategies so that all of your relationships can become great. We are a servant-based ministry that is trying to develop servant-based leaders. And one of the ways we do that is really trying to show you from the scripture who God calls us to be and what God calls us to do. Now, in today's episode, we're actually looking at personalities. We all have them. A lot of them tend to be crazy, mine especially. And so where do these personalities come from? What do we do with them? How do they affect our relationships? Well, that's a conversation that we're about to get into with my good friend and personal mentor, Dr. Mark Majors, who actually has a PhD in counseling psychology. And so this is an interesting conversation. I hope you enjoy it. And it all starts right now. All right, Dr. Mark, we're here. We're talking about personality types in marriages and why they irritate us, you know, in pastoral or counseling type ministry because, well, couples irritate each other. Yeah, they do irritate <laughs> each other. They they come in often and they want us to fix the other spouse. Right, know. right. My <laughs> spouse is broken. And, and if it's a man who wants you to fix his wife, he says, I've tried my 916th, my half-inch socket, and my electric screwdriver, and nothing seems to work. She's nothing. still broken. Yeah. Yeah. Just can't seem to fix them. Yeah, they want their spouse to be made over in their image. Mm. That's kind of sad. Mm. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll feel better if you're just like me. Right. Yeah, that that creates an issue. Well, of course, their spouse is thinking, well, I'm not the one who's wrong. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're wrong, you know, if they were just like me. And there's really uh, quite to cover with respect to personality type, but we need to keep in mind that Christ has told us to accept one another as we have been accepted. Mm, yeah, Love one another as we have been loved. Yeah. And um, the people find all kinds of ways to justify their decision not to do that. Right. So, um, I will love you, my spouse, if you would just be a little bit more like me. After yeah. all, I'm the perfect individual. Yeah, yeah. Made, they... made in God's image. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so. it, it's interesting because when that happens, it's almost like we have a distorted view not only of our spouse, but of ourself and even of God. Because instead of us being made in God's image and likeness, we think that God is made in our image and likeness. Well, that's that fundamental sin element of pride, right? Yeah. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and pride of life. Well, wanting to be God, wanting to be the big kahuna, you know? Right. And everyone must be like me. And, well, God, he must be like me because 
he said he made me in his image and this is the way I am. And so this, this is about the distortions uh, in our thinking. Personality type is about error, mm-hmm. really. Um, um, if, if we take seriously being made in God's image and then we examine Christ in the Bible, perfect man, we see that, you know, um, he's fully complete. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. Is, it is us, that each one of us, that, that is in error. And so it, it's a challenge at times when we talk with people. Well, first of all, it's a challenge for me to keep a straight face because I, <laughs> I see these personality type errors jump out at me. Right. And, and I'm not supposed to laugh because they're taking their, their issues seriously. Mm-hmm. And, and um, um, you know, the, the good part of it is, is uh, I can say that there's hope. Yeah. yeah. And, and hope has a name, Jesus Christ. That's right. And uh, keeping our eyes on him who is the perfect individual and not on each other and not on what we think you know, life should be like changes everything because when we fix our eyes on Jesus the author and perfecter of our faith then we begin to change really our pride falls and humility rises up right now it it gets me thinking about one with personality types where do they come from I mean why is it that we all have these different personalities (laughs) that make us you know kind of unique if we were created, which we were created in God's image and likeness. Well, we'll get into this a little bit more as we go through the, the different areas, but um, these these are genetics. Um, okay. The founder called them innate um, aspects of our personality, who we are. Um, and they really have to do with, um, uh, well, our way of taking in information. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we have our five senses and we all take in information the same way. But what happens inside our brain when we process it is different. Right. right. We're incomplete. We don't have a total picture of how to process information. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we're slanted a little bit. And then it comes to decision making or making judgments about the things that we do experience through our five senses. Yeah. Our judgments are skewed or slanted. So this is genetic information. And all of genetics is flawed. All of it. Right. Yeah, you, and you just said something that we're incomplete. Yes. And it was something that, as soon as you said that, it reminded me back in Genesis. You know, God creates man in his image and likeness. He created male and female. He made them in his image and likeness. But I, I always, it always fascinated me reading that account in Genesis. God creates and it was good. God creates and it was good. God creates and it was good. And here comes man and he said it's not good that man should be alone. So he creates Eve to be a, a helpmate for him. And yet, even in that, if I mean, when we read that, you know, you read Genesis 3, you read the fall of man, you see how they interacted, the differences in them, you can start to see even personalities, different personalities in between the two of them. Yes. Is that, I mean, this gets really, I guess, theological, and we're trying to think for God to a certain degree, which we can't do, but 
is there something in God creating us with these differences so that we realize we need more than just ourself? If we're humble, then yes. If we don't think we're perfect or we're God, <laughs> okay. our pride, then the answer is yes. The old rabbis who discussed the, the early writing and um, woman and uh, the creation of woman for Adam, they actually describe her as aid, an aid oh. to Adam. Okay. And nobody gets an aid unless they have a problem. <laughs> right. Adam had a problem. Yeah. <clears throat> and he needed the woman. And keep in mind, she didn't have a name other than woman. Right. Which, if we want to translate that aid, you know, uh, yeah. we can. Uh, and so, she was his aid. He needed help. He was right. not complete. The two shall become one flesh. Right. It says, they become whole. Mm. And so, we cannot become whole in our personality, our attitudes, every aspect of who we are, unless we fix our eyes on Christ, unless we obey Him and seek Him with our whole heart. Yeah. Yeah. And then the sad thing is we look at our spouse and judge them as flawed when it is we ourselves that are flawed. That are flawed. Yeah, because you mentioned the incompleteness. You just said that we can't be whole, you know, obviously without Christ. Is this because we're flawed? Because something inside us tells us we're missing something. We're not whole. There's a missing piece of the puzzle. Is Could that be why they, they've got the term opposites attract? Where it's like we start to long after that? It could be um, my wife and I are opposite other than one dimension. And we certainly... Um, we have fun time with the differences. Let's say <laughs> yeah. we're we're very aware of them and very aware of when they uh, rear their ugly head and create tension within us. And so, um, uh, I believe that some people are attracted to those who do have what they do not have. Mm -hmm. It's obvious they possess something that they like, so they like what they don't have, and that that probably is a good way to look at it. Every now and then, I work with people who are exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Of course, the joke is, if everybody's the same, it's only one person would be necessary. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, and people who have um, identical personalities have problems, too. Yeah. You know, um, because all personalities represent our flaws, and at the same time, our gifts. Right. Both. Right. And then the other part of that is, I mean, we talk a lot about the 16 type uh, personalities, but even in those 16 types, not every E is the same because it's, it's like the sliding scale almost. Yeah. Um, some people would like to think of typology and personality as being fairly complete. It is not. Um, if we assume that back before the flood and, and the total uh, destruction of the DNA and, and stuff of man, that everybody basically had the same similar typology. Um, 
personality is so much more than just these mental functions within our head. Right. They're important. They speak to how we relate to the world, each other, and to things in our lives. Mm-hmm. But they, they don't tell it all. Our individual experience, as individuals growing up with mom and dad, all the things around us, where we live, what we do, that really informs that it actually has a big impact upon our personality. On everything, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so personality personality type is important, but it is not everything. Right, so right. It, it helps for couples who are in conflict regarding personality type to just simply understand there's no bad person. Yeah. And that's where the utility comes in. Neither one of you are evil. Right, <laughs> right. You know, fix my spouse or evil. You know, they, yeah, they make yeah. me crazy. And so um, I will joke with my wife and say, Are you trying to make me crazy? No. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's right. natural, it's a skill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's um, our own pride and arrogance um, to be inflexible a lot of times makes us feel uncomfortable when things don't go exactly our way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, you know, when you and I had first met and we, I started to get in on the personality types, it was eye opening for me. Um, and, and not that it's the solution in of itself. I mean, the, the only true solution we have is found in Christ. It's that hope that you talked about, but it was good for me to kind of have like this, identification of seeing in my flawed human nature, here's why this is a friction point. Here's why my wife irritates me. Here's why I irritate my wife. Um, it was helpful for me because when I started to recognize the why, it was easier to then go to the who that led to the how. That was a whole lot of preacherism right there. But, you know, it was it was easier for me when I knew my personality type and, and Genevieve's personality type were opposite in these areas. That's why there's this friction. That's why there's this tension. Mm-hmm. I was able to then realize I can overcome this if I try to be more like Christ and less like myself and mm-hmm. stop trying to make her like me, mm-hmm. but make more like Christ. Exactly. Exactly. We, we have to recognize the enemy is us. Yeah, with with our issues with other people and personality, uh, it is us. Um, if we're irritated, we are the ones at fault. If we're right. uncomfortable, it is I. Yeah, you know, I'm the one uncomfortable. Right, right. There is nothing wrong with my spouse. Um, my own arrogance demands that things be done my way. If I see things being done different and I bristle, yeah. that's me. That's me. And that's part of our sin nature. Right. And so we all fight that. You know, yeah. We all struggle against that. Man, it's so true because it does. It brings us back to that pride thing. It brings us back to us wanting to be the big kahuna, us be the boss. Yeah. Um, and that, that even gets me thinking that comfortability because we do that because we don't want to be uncomfortable. And yet in John, Jesus tells us there's need for being uncomfortable because that's why he's sending the comforter, the Holy Spirit to us. Yeah, and, and, and 
this is in part, in large part, um, why we need a Savior. Yeah. We need a Savior. And if we think about that, our need to be like him, our need to adore him, love him, and um, want to be like him, changes us to where we have very few personality conflicts. We look at those differences and enjoy them. Say, oh my goodness, they do that so well and I can't. You know, mm-hmm. I'm deficient. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah. I wish I could do that that well. It's a whole different mindset, you know. Uh, being content in every situation is really important. Uh, we need to be content with ourselves. That's good. And, um, you know, be happy with what we have as far as personality type um, and recognize other people have what we don't have. And that's good too. Yeah. And, and it's a good way for us to learn to be more Christ like with people by trying to imitate people who are opposites or different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we find ourselves looking, examining, studying somebody who does something different, and then we um, try to imitate that, we're actually learning. So what you're saying is when, uh, like my personality type, I'm not feeling, I'm very much thinking, and so when... I forgive you. Yeah, thank you, thank you. When I have somebody at church that let's say, I'm going to tell them myself and I'm going to get in trouble from somebody at church because they're going to say this was them. Um, let's say they came up to me and they told me that a family member is sick, dying in the hospital. And my initial reaction from a logical standpoint is there's no like almost, you know, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. So there's no almost dying or almost died. When I think that, I recognize that's not the reaction they need in that moment. So it would be good for me to say, what would my wife do in that situation? How would she react rather than how I would react? Mm-hmm. Is that a, a good thing to start doing? Yeah. Makes me think of Princess Bride and almost dead and totally dead. You know? yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'll just go through their pockets and look for a loose change. Yeah. 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 We're yeah. talking dead, dead. Yeah, very logical, very <laughs> cut and dried, you know, uh, Right. Yeah, and and that's exactly the truth. And um, your wife, who's very relational, and has deep concern for those types of situations, my wife does also. Mm -hmm. Uh, And part of that is the nurturing nature of our wives. Yeah, they they tend to want to nurture, care for, um, even, even if. You know, they're logical. They, they tend to have that nurturing aspect that just comes up. Right. Um, so studying her or letting her articulate what needs to be done and just recognizing she knows. Mm. Yeah. yeah. She knows. Yeah. This is one of those times <clears throat> um, Abraham, you know, um, uh, hearkened unto his wife, Sarah, and got in trouble. Yeah. Uh, it's called Ishmael and right. yeah, Hagar, and, and it's the Arab-Israeli wars. Yeah, yeah. And so um, we need to recognize that um, 
our wives complete us and we need to hearken unto them at times. Mm. They were given to us to help us with those things. And so um, the thing is, when do you listen to your wife? Mm. And when Sarah wanted to cast Hagar and Ishmael away, God says, listen to her. So when you listen to your wife, it's when God tells you to. Mm. And in his word, he tells you to. And so part of that completeness between woman and man is given to us by God. Yeah. To make us complete. And so That's good. Yeah. We, That's we good, need yeah. To listen to that. Cuz it definitely got me thinking right there about uh the like the apostle Paul in the New Testament, he tells Timothy, I believe that to follow me as I follow Christ. Mm-hmm. And there's this component that I've started to realize that I can acknowledge my wife's personality difference as being just an irritant to me, mm-hmm. or I can look at it as an opportunity for me to get closer to Christ mm-hmm. by imitating what she's doing, realizing that male and female were created in his image and likeness. Mm-hmm. And so the things that she has that are unique strengths, that are also my weaknesses, if I start to imitate her, if I start to act like she would in those situations, it's really acting more like God himself in that Mm-hmm. That's exactly true. That's awesome. exactly true. Awesome. Yeah. Um, we need to be cautious as men with our sort of logical attitude yeah. toward the world, which all of us have, regardless of our personality. We need to be very careful about wanting to cast away that which is given to us mm-hmm. for our own good. And yeah. That's part of that pride is saying, oh, I don't need that. Ah, so good. That's so good. All right. So we just tackled personality types and relationships and how they create some tension and a little bit on the opposites attracts how those personality types are strengths, are weaknesses. But if we acknowledge them and receive them, we can really be more like Christ. That's all the time we got for this episode. So in the next episode, how about we dive in a little bit deeper on the actual personality types, the attitudes that we have, the mental functions, and where they come from. Yeah, we can start with extroversion and introversion. That could take a couple times, I don't know. (laughs) It quite possibly could. Pretty deep stuff. All right, all right. All right, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I hope you enjoyed looking at personality types and how that can really affect us in all of our relationships. If you did enjoy this episode, I would just encourage that you could share this with your friends, with your family, by using the social media links below. And until next time, we will just see you on the episode so we can all develop great relationships.